Sports Presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents American Legion Baseball. The 3-2 pitch. It's swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. This afternoon, Carney Runza wraps up their six-game homestand with a doubleheader against Norfolk. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires, and Brant Grosskreitz gets a two-RBI single. This is the first meeting of the year between these Cornhusker League rivals, and Runza looks to complete an undefeated homestand this afternoon. It's Carney and Norfolk coming up next, but first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We get ready for game number two of today's American Legion baseball action between Norfolk and Carney Runza. Runza rallied to win the opening game by a score of eight to three, scoring three runs in the fifth and the sixth. And now let's take a look at the starting line. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Carney. For Norfolk, they only brought 11 guys, so it's basically the same crew, maybe moved them around a little bit defensively. Shortstop Brett O'Brien will start us off. Dylan Rogers, who pitched game one, will be in right field. Batting third at second base, Ryland Bates. The cleanup hitter is left fielder Carter Faltas. The catcher is Nolan Strand. He'll bat fifth. Batting sixth is the first baseman, Sam Jagels. Pitcher is Jared Ertzner. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth is Grant Culligan at first. And batting ninth is Colby Mersney. He is the center fielder. Norfolk's now 12-6, and six, coached by Daryl Bradley. For Carney, runs to the catcher, leads off Lane Shires, followed by the left fielder, Cale Conrad. In center, batting third is Seth Stroh. The cleanup hitter is third baseman, Mason Casper. Batting fifth is the designated hitter, Nick Carlson. Connor Clevenger will bat sixth and play right field. Tanner Johnson is the first baseman. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth at shortstop, Seth Altwine. And batting ninth at second, Nolan Etherton. Brant Grosskreitz will be the pitcher today for Carney. Runs it out 15-4. and four. On the season, coached by Brad Archer, assisted again, as always, by Chris Pocock and Mr. Redman, Josh Redman. That is the starting line. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank. We'll get the game underway next. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. And we're ready to get the ball game underway as Grosskreitz on the mound here today for Kearney. He is taking on Brett O'Brien, who takes one for Strike one after the opening pitch was a ball. One and one is the count to Brett O'Brien. And he will reach it one out and away and flip it foul. 
one ball, two strikes. He'll be followed by Dylan Rogers and Ryland Bates here in the top of the first of game number two against Grosskreitz. Jimmy Langan behind the plate. Tim Higgins doing the bases here in game number two, flipping it up from game number one. And out of the stretch, the one-two pitch. Curveball high, ball two, two and two to O'Brien. Rogers is next as he waits on deck. Looked like he was really going to mow through Carney in that first game and then hit a bump halfway through, and it was a whole different game after the mid-fourth. Fastball up and in, ball three, three and two to O'Brien. Again, a few more fans able to sneak out and catch game number two here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The 3-2 pitch to the leadoff batter is swung on, foul ball on the fastball, out of play, brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Steve Corum or Teresa DeLate. So O'Brien trying to get aboard here to start this second game for Norfolk. And the pitch is on the way. High ball four. So a leadoff walk here for Brett O'Brien to bring up the right fielder, Dylan Rogers. Again, Norfolk had nobody really stand out offensively in game one. A bunch of guys had one hit. They had six total hits in the ball game. All three of their runs came in the fourth when they strung together three hits between Rogers, Bates, and Faltis to start that inning. So O'Brien gets away from first. He did not get on base in the first game. He was 0 for 4. And a big over-the-top curveball taken for strike one. 0-1-1 to Rogers. now out in right field here in game number two. Talked with Coach Bradley just a little bit in between games, getting the lineup for game two, talking about Rodgers, how good he looked, and then it just kind of went away over the last couple of innings. And he's their number one, had put him in position, and just couldn't finish the ball game off. 0-1 pitch now to Rodgers after a throw over to first. Is on the way. Fastball hit into right field. Clevenger comes in, has to let it drop. He catches that. It's a double play because it was a steal attempt or hit and run. Usually they don't put a lot of hit and runs on it this level of baseball. But Rodgers does single into right. O'Brien would have been stymied already down there at second base. But Clevenger didn't want to make a mistake and let it get by him and roll even farther away. So the first two men are aboard here for Norfolk. And that will bring up the second baseman, Ryland Bates, as we get Game two underway. And Grosskreitz comes set, squares to bunt right out in front of the plate, and it's going to be foul. Strike one. Brent Grosskreitz started game number one at second base for Carney. As Coach Archer told us earlier today on the Doug and Daddy show, he hasn't pitched all that much this year and getting a chance to get some innings here. Pickoff play at second. They throw behind the runner. Altwine slaps the tag down on O'Brien, but he's back. It was executed well, but just so tough to pick a guy off. But maybe that'll slow him down a stride here when it comes to getting a lead. Casper close to the bag over at third, just in case Bates squares to bunt again. And now the 0-1 pitch as he does square to bunt. And he fouls it away. He ran after it. Are they going to say it was not touched? They're going to say he did not get the, uh, I thought it was a foul ball. Instead, it just came back to the backstop. So a pass ball there will allow O'Brien to get to third and Rodgers to second. 
And it will be strike two, so it's 0-2. Not a very good start here for Carney in game number two. Runners at second and third. Nobody out here in the top of the first. And the count 0-2 to Bates at second base here in game number two. And the pitch over the top, chopped down the third baseline. It stays. Ooh, did Casper get out of the way at the last minute? He had to O-lay it, and it's a foul ball. He was going to pick it up on that first hop with a bare hand and then got out of way at the last moment. It would have been a tough play at first, and a run was going to score. So it stays 0-2 to Bates. And again, the wind continues to blow pretty strong out of the north. 15 to 20 most of the afternoon was the call with a temperature of 73 degrees at game time. And waiting on the pitch. It's on the way. Swung on and missed, but they dig it out of the dirt and throw to first. Four out number one. Runners cannot advance from second and third. So Grosskreitz gets the first out of the ball game via the strikeout, and that'll bring up the cleanup hitter, Carter Faltis, again in left field. So O'Brien at third, Rogers at second. And Grosskreitz trying to pitch around some early trouble here in the top of the first. Nolan Strand waiting on deck. He's the catcher in this ball game, And the pitch is in there for... Called strike one. 0-1-1 to Faltus. Grosskreitz does not work near as fast as Mason Casper did in game number one. As he stares in and waits for the sign, comes to the stretch and is set here for the 0-1 pitch. Fastball fouled straight back to the screen, and it's 0-2. So Grosskreitz trying to battle back here, throwing strikes to the last two batters. Walk the leadoff man, O'Brien. Rogers singled sharply into right. They advanced to second and third on a pass ball. Now Bates is struck out, and Faltus is down to the count 0-2. And Grosskreitz fires it, swung on and missed, strike three. So two big strikeouts, and now catcher Nolan Strand to try and get Norfolk on the board here. Hate to leave a runner at third with no outs, and now you got two outs. And we'll see if Strand can put the ball in play here after back-to-back strikeouts against the number three and four hitters in the lineup for Norfolk. Grosskreitz comes set. One more to go now, steps off the back of the rubber. Again, you can listen online as well at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Fastball. Oh, no, a little off speed. Looked like he was bringing it hard, but it dove down, and that fooled Nolan Strand, who took a swing and missed it 0-1. So maybe a little bit like Dylan Rogers in game one, struggled against the first batter and then found his mojo in a hurry. Let's see if he can keep it going. The 0-1 pitch. Fastball low. Ball one. Sam Jagel's on deck here. If Strand can keep the inning going. Two on, two out. Here at the top of the first game, two. Carney won the opener, 8-3. Norfolk threatening here in the first, but now down to their final out and a chop foul at the plate. Some good movement now from Grosskreitz, and it's one ball, two strikes. 
Again, Carney goes to Lincoln for a tournament with two games on Friday and Saturday. If they do well enough, that would garner them a game on Sunday. And Strand gets ready in the batter's box. Down 1-2. Etherton, fastball just missed. Maybe just a smidge up and a smidge out, but a good placement pitch. Really good pitch from Strand, uh, to Strand, even though it was a ball. So two and two now. Big lead away from second for Dylan Rogers. Nobody holding him on. And the pitch. Up and away. Ball three. So it's full now to Strand. O'Brien at third. Rogers at second. Just here in the top of the first of game number two. But already could be a big moment. Base hit gives Norfolk the lead. 3-2 pitch. Fastball swung out and missed. He was way behind it. And after the first two men reached, Brad Grosskreitz strikes out the side. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the first. Norfolk nothing. Carney Runza coming to bat. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Again, this is just the second of four games this afternoon on ESPN 1460. We go over to Shelton for a doubleheader between Kearney jerseys, five points jerseys, and given Shelton, 5.30 for the juniors game and 8 o'clock for the seniors game. We'll have all the action tonight coming your way from Shelton and hopefully the weather and any kind of rain stays away to let them play and then it can do what it wants after that right so we go to the bottom of the first in lane shires we'll lead it off here for carney runza shires kale conrad and seth stroh one two three to get us going here in the bottom of the first and the first pitch fired in there from jared ertzner is a strike Shire's doing the catching in this game. We'll swing a nub one foul to go down in the count 0 and 2. So a little different than the way Carney started 
on the mound with Grosskreitz walking the leadoff man. Let's see what Shires can get done here as he had a base hit in his last at bat in game number one. A double ended up scoring in that three-run sixth. Take one outside here for ball one, one and two. Ertzner working fairly quickly, and he'll fire outside ball two. Ertzner came on and got the last out of the opening game in relief of Dylan Rogers. So two balls, two strikes to Shires. And Lane, off speed, takes it outside, so it was 0-2, now it's 3-2. Ertzner trying to peg the corner after getting ahead of the count, and now he finds himself facing a payoff pitch here to the Carney catcher. Shires will hit it back up the middle, but it is right into the glove of Mersney. Again, starting in center field. So Mersney hauls in the line out there, Lane Shires and Cale Conrad. The left fielder will come in. He's a left-handed batter. Getting the start here in game two, just like Etherton, Altwine, Tanner Johnson, Nick Carlson DHing this game. So kind of the way head coach Brad Archer has done it most of the year. And the lefty Conrad will see one sail outside for ball one. Conrad batting 300 on the season. And the 1-0 swung on and ripped right back up the middle, a solid base hit for Kale Conrad. And Carney has their first base runner of game number two, and Seth Stroh will stride to the plate. Stroh, Casper, they've been 3-4 almost every single game in the lineup this year for Carney Runza. Stroh, though, hasn't exactly been ripping the cover off the ball the last four or five games. He did have a leadoff double, his first at plate appearance to drive in a run in game number one as he went the opposite way. Stroh was two for four in game one. The two that he did not get hits were strikeouts, so it was feast or famine. First pitch here, low and away. 1-0 to Stroh. With Conrad getting his lead away from first base. Carney won the opener 8-3 by scoring six runs over the fifth and sixth inning. Short lead away by Conrad. Don't expect him to go anywhere, and they plunk Stroh. So we didn't have a ton of walks, but we definitely had enough hit batsmen in game one. And just like Norfolk, Carney has their first two men on in the first. Now Norfolk didn't get them in. Carney hoping that that's not the case here. And let me let me adjust myself. Not the first two men. Shires lined out to center. Now the next two men are on, Conrad and Stroh. So Stroh at first, Conrad at second, and Mason Casper will stand in. He got the win on the mound in game one. So it went six innings to pick up the victory. Will Richter came in to get the final three outs. So Casper, one hit in game one. Looking for one to get the fireworks started here in game number two. And it's going to be away and up, and that's about where Ertzner's missed every single one of them, and that is going to bring the catcher here in game two, Nolan Strand, out to talk to his starting pitcher. Got to throw strikes, as we all know at every level, but two men on, don't want to make it worse than it is. And, you know, when you have the two men on, you don't want to just give a, Softball one on a tee here, but Casper, a dangerous hitter, the 1-0 pitch. Outside, 
and just about every miss, like I said a moment ago, is in the same place, just a little up and a little out. 2-0 to Casper, Nick Carlson on deck. Carney still, it's been a long time since they've had a really huge offensive inning, and here's one down Main Street for strike one. Even though they had a couple of three-run innings, they were helped a couple of times. They had three hits in each of those innings. 2-1 to Casper. One out, two on here, bottom of the first for Carney Runza. Inside, strike two. Again, as we talk about with Casper, he's right on the plate, so a pitch like that may definitely hit the zone, but to the fans, look inside because he's right on top of it, and that's why he gets hit quite often. So 2-2 as Ertzner battles back. Big curveball, and Casper takes a swing at it and fouls it back. Stays at 2-2. Carlson and Clevenger do up next. If Casper can keep it going here with one out, scoreless, bottom of the first. Each team with a hit in the first inning. And again, the 2-2 pitch to Casper. They set up outside, and they got the corner strike three, says Jim Langan. And Casper is called out on strikes for out number two, and that'll leave it up to the designated hitter, Nick Carlson. Carlson was plunked twice in the first game and reached on an error. Ended up being 0 for 2. Here's a curveball hit right at the third baseman who sticks his glove up, looks in there to make sure that he has it, and Sam Jagels does have it. So Carlson, two feet one way or the other, is going to get an RBI. Instead, he lines out to third base, and both run, both teams uh, threaten in the first but come up empty for Carney. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and two men left on after one. Carney Runza and Norfolk scoreless. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Man, Kimber, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we call Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Again, it's Kearney and Norfolk. The seniors playing here in Kearney. The juniors playing in Norfolk. Also today, Hastings' five points will be at North Platte for a doubleheader. We go to the top of the second, and Norfolk will go 6-7-8. Sam Jagels, who made the catch on the line out to end the bottom of the inning, 
will take one a little high, ball one. He'll be followed by the pitcher, Jared Ertzner, and first baseman, Grant Colligan. Brent Grosskreitz on the mound, and he'll have his second pitch hit into right field. Clevenger comes in, and he'll haul it in, no problem. Out number one here in the top of the second. Clevenger has had a little action out there in right field throughout the day. The wind, again, blowing from center towards right. Most of the game, it's straight in. Sometimes it'll whip and move a ball into that foul territory. We saw about three of those in game one. So the pitcher, Jared Ertzner, will stand in there. And the first offering to him is right in there for strike number one. Ertzner was 0 of 3, but put the ball in play every time in game number one. Alt-Wine playing deep at short. And the 0-1 pitch bounces away. 1-1. and Again, the Outfield here for Carney in game two. Kale Conrad in left, Seth Stroh in center, Connor Clevenger in right. The infield, Casper at third, Etherton at second, Tanner Johnson at first, and the shortstop is Altwine. The pitch swung on, grounded up the middle. Altwine makes a great catch, throws it to first to Johnson and got him. Covered a lot of ground, taking that right behind the second base bag is Altwine, and Ertzner is robbed of a hit, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Grant Colligan. Colligan did not play in game number one, but here's a big boy. Big frame on him. Tall kid. And let's see what this first baseman can do in his first plate appearance. So since the first two men reached against Brant Grosskreitz, he's retired five in a row. And the first pitch to Colligan. Fastball ran in there for strike number one. 0-1-1. Again, fortunate because of injuries. Carney has a few more players Suited up than Norfolk, but Carney is healthy today. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The 0-1 pitch, getting out in front of that and chopping it foul, is going to be Grant Colligan. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson or Robert Fitzgerald today. One pitch away from a 1-2-3 inning here for Grosskreitz, which would be a lot easier than what he had in inning number one. And Brant brings home the 0-2 pitch a little high. I think he's feeling what we're feeling. Fastball is going to get by him if he can just put it in the zone. So one and two, Colby Mersney is on deck. Should Colligan reach here to extend the top of the second? One, two, check swing outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. You're listening to American Legion Baseball on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Dudar, producer engineer Stacy Johns, the 2-2 pitch. And a fastball that bounces up front. So again, you get an 0-2 count and try to pick at corners and find yourself at 3-2. We saw that happen to Ertzner earlier in the bottom of the first. Now it's happened to Grosskreitz. And the 3-2 pitch. Fastball fouled straight back. We'll do it again. And that's what you've got to do, make him swing the bat. Base hits way better than a walk, especially with nobody on base. And the 3-2 pitch from Grosskreitz outside, ball four. So Colligan works his way out of an 0-2 hole to draw a base on balls, and that brings up the center fielder, Colby Mersney. Mersney was one for three and reached on an error in game number one out of that number nine slot. 
So Mersney steps in there. Looking to extend the top of the second. As Grosskreitz stares and stares and Mersney decides to step back out. Now we're ready to go again. Colligan, short, ain't going anywhere type of lead from first. And the pitch is a fastball outside. Ball one. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you in part by Family Physical Therapy. Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Connell in Broadfoot. Sand and gravel. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on and nubbed towards second. Coming over. Carney makes the play. And out he is as Nolan Etherton gets his first opportunity as Mersney grounds out. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on. And as we go to the bottom of the second, Carney runs it and Norfolk scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Welcome back to the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth here at Memorial Field. Doug Duda with you, ESPN Radio, as we get ready to go to the bottom of the second. Connor Clevenger, the leadoff man, will take the first pitch out to deep left field, but backing up Faltis will draw it in. One pitch and one out. Clevenger, opposite field hitter most of the season. And Tanner Johnson now getting the start in game two. At first base, another left-handed hitter here for Carney runs him. So Clevenger, actually the only Carney player to be in the same defensive position in both games out in right field. First pitch outside to Johnson, ball one. Some of the same guys, Shires and Stroh and Casper and Carlson are all in the batting order. But you've got Conrad Johnson, Altwide Etherton playing here. And ball two sails in there. 2-0. Johnson waves the bat with Altwine on deck. Then it would be Etherton. 2-0 pitch, swung on a miss, strike one. Johnson not afraid to get after anything in the zone. You throw him a strike, he's usually on top of it. Two balls, one strike. As Ertzner out of the line, fires home the fastball, and it's going to be called strike two. It's the top of the zone to even the count up. Second baseman. 
playing back for Norfolk, waiting the 2-2 pitch. That's Bartz, and then they throw it uh, out over the outside corner, fouled away. So Ryland Bates is over there at second. One of the few changes they made, he caught game one. Urchner was at second now, of course, pitching. And again, the 2-2 pitch stays outside on a breaking ball. And it's 3-2 and two to Tanner Johnson with nobody on and one out here in the bottom of the second. Johnson hustles back into the box of the payoff pitch. Swung on and fouled away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson or Mark Shipperite today. Again, to all the folks making baseball possible here on ESPN Tri-Cities, a big thank you. Thanks for tuning in. And the 3-2 pitch sails away. Ball four. Nice job by Tanner Johnson working the count and getting the one-out walk. That'll bring up Seth Altwine playing shortstop. When he plays short, Stroh goes to center, unless he's pitching. And he is not on the mound or due to be on the mound today. Saving him for, obviously, some big games down in Lincoln on Friday. I believe he and Braden Anderson will probably get those first two starts against Omaha Burke and Lincoln Southeast, according to Coach Brad Archer. Lead away from first for Johnson. And the first pitch is inside corner strike one to Seth Altwine. 8-3, Carney won the opener after trailing 3-1. to one. Scored three in the fifth and three in the sixth. Now it's scoreless in the second here and a fastball low. Ball one to Altwine. Johnson trying to get the timing over there. He's definitely fast enough to make another steal of second base. Gets a good lead over there now with a 1-1 count. Altwine awaits the pitch. And it's in there for strike two. One ball, two strikes. Nolan Etherton is on deck. Afternoon doubleheader here at Memorial Field. And the one-two pitch now to Altwine. Off-speed stays in. Two and two. Good pitch from Ertzner. Just didn't quite catch the corner. Coach Brad Archer. No signs over there in the third base box. Johnson again the lead. Here's the pitch way outside. It's going to the backstop. That's the first one that's gotten away from Ertzner. And the wild pitch will allow Tanner Johnson to move up 90 feet. And we're three and two again. And he's in danger of back-to-back walks after getting Clevenger to fly out to start the half inning. Ertzner comes set. And a 3-2 pitch. Down the middle, it's going to be grounded right at first. Bounced off the first baseman. The pitcher's covering. What are they going to call him out on a bang-bang play? Nice. Ertzner in a way to stay with it there for Grant Colligan. Had a little top spin on it as it was hit right to him. He knocked it down, but then it was behind him. And if Ertzner doesn't cover, he's safe. It does get Johnson down to third. But there are two out, and Nolan Etherton will step in there. Starting second baseman here in game two. And the first pitch sails high for ball one. Etherton batting around 260 so far on the season. So 1-0 the count. Trying to get that first run of the game across. Etherton fists it foul and it just gets out of play here. 
Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. And all the kids come running for the foul ball. First one there gets that 50 cents. And the pitch up and in to Nolan Etherton. Two balls, one strike. Runner at third, two outs here in the bottom of the second of a scoreless contest in game two of this Cornhusker League battle. Ertzner's 2-1 pitch outside, ball three, pops out of the glove there of his catcher, Nolan Strand, but not far enough to advance the runner. And the third straight batter that has at least a three-ball count on him, and this is the 7-8-9 and nine guys. So Ertzner's got to settle down a little bit. 3-1 here to Etherton, Shires on deck. 3-1 pitch is in there for strike two, and it's full. Tanner Johnson at third. Trying to get around that one-out walk that he gave him. And the 3-2. Outside, check swing. What are they going to call? Got him around and called strike three. Atherton expecting a strike, didn't expect it to sail out on him, and he is called out. So, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base. We're through two in game two. It's scoreless between Carney Runza and Norfolk on ESPN Tri-Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Glad that you've made American Legion Baseball on ESPN fourteen sixty your choice again here today. Doug Duda with you, our producer engineer Stacy Johns. We go to the top of the third inning. And back to the top of the order here for Norfolk, Brett O'Brien, Dylan Rogers, and Ryland Bates. And O'Brien will take a mighty swing at the first pitch, come up empty, strike one against Rant Grosskreitz. Walk to lead off the game. Here he's going to ground towards third. Casper waits for the second hop. Fields fires over to Johnson. And O'Brien is retired. One up, one down here in the third. And Dylan Rogers, who singled sharply to right field his first time up, will step in there. Again, Norfolk, a solid baseball team, 12-6. and six. Carney now 15-4 and four after winning the opener by a score of 8-3. to three. 
Norfolk has had some success against the teams down here from Grand Island and Hastings today, getting their crack at Kearney. And the first pitch to Rogers, off speed. He reaches out and sends it into center field, but Stroh takes about four steps in and easily hauls it in. So Rogers hit it hard, but lines out to center. And three pitches and two outs here for Grosskreitz. That'll bring up Ryland Bates. Bates went down on strikes again. O'Brien and Rogers were at second and third with nobody out in the first. And Grosskreitz then struck out the next three batters to uh, get nobody across the plate for Norfolk and keep this game a shutout. First pitch is taken for strike one. So Grosskreitz, after a couple struggles early, zoned in. Three Ks, two walks so far in two and two-thirds innings. And the 0-1 pitch swung on and chopped again at Casper. Had to step back, and it got by him. He was in between hops, and it gets out into left field. That's a tough one there. I'm not sure that he touched it, but it hopped on him. This is one of those we're kind of waiting to see what the official score gives him here. And stepping in will be Carter Faltes with two outs. I think they're going to call that an error on bait to, uh, for Bates to reach safely. And out and away, first pitch here to Faltis, ball one. So again, it looked like it could be three up, three down. And instead, base runner with two outs and then Missing outside to Faltis. He struck out as well in his first at bat. And the 1-0 pitch. Taking a long time. Grosskreitz delivers it home. Swung on and chopped foul at the plate. It's 1-1. One, one. one ball, one strike. Two outs. A runner on in a scoreless game two. Waiting on deck would be the catcher, Nolan Strand as they chase down the foul ball that stayed in play. Now Grosskreitz ready to go. And the 1-1 pitch just outside, ball two. Doug Duda with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you the play-by-play from Memorial Field. Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And the 2-1 offering. To Carter Fault is swung on and hit pretty well to left field. Should be playable. Backing up and making the catch is Kale Conrad. And that will end the top of the third. No runs, no hits, one error, one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. Scoreless, Carney Renza and Norfolk. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Carney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. So far, it's been a fairly quiet day in the world of sports. Anything really crazy happens, we'll let you know. Of course, next week, Major League Baseball gets going. We will be covering the Kansas City Royals on the breeze, 94.5 FM. The Royals start in Cleveland coming up on Friday, July 24th, Minnesota. Not only the favorite to win the AL Central, they're one of the top five teams in all of Major League Baseball, according to the Vegas odds, to go to the World Series. We were talking about that on the Doug and Daddy show today, too. The Dodgers are the first favorite, followed by the Yankees, and then you've got the Astros and the Braves and Twins, among those that are in the top five or six. Of course, the Royals a long shot, but when you only play a 60-game season, Attrition maybe not as big a deal. Get off to a hot start. Could be tough to stop. Top of the order for Carney as we get underway here in the top of the third inning. Elaine Shires, who peppered one at center the first inning but lined up, will stand in there and take ball one. Scoreless as we go to the top of the third. And here's one grounded sharply at second but picked up, and Bates will throw him out. So tough to get anything going here, and it is Kyle Conrad who has the lone hit of the ball game for Carney? He'll stand in there. Left fielder for Carney Runza. Made a nice play there to end the bottom or top half of the third inning. And the lefty waves the bat. One of three lefties in the lineup in game two with Clevenger and Johnson. Takes it just outside for ball number one. One and oh, Kale Conrad. Ken Carney won the opener 8-3. Fastball hit towards the third baseman who knocks it down. Can he make the play? Jagels, yeah, nice play. Sam Jagels down to his knees, gets up, pirouettes, and fires it on the money over there to Colligan. And Conrad made good contact. In fact, both guys did here in the inning, but it's two up, two down. And Seth Stroh, who got plunked in the first inning, will stand in there, and I should correct myself, four Left-handed hitters. Castro, of course, bats left-handed. So Erzner, maybe seeing something you don't see every day. A lot of guys that are southpaws. Of course, Stro throws right. Takes one that breaks down for ball one. Erzner thought maybe that was good enough for a strike. Smiles, takes the ball back from his catcher, Nolan Strand. Works quickly, 1-0 pitch outside. Ball two. Fans would love to see Stroh connect with one. Wind has died down a little bit right now. 2-0 outside 3-0, and it just seems like Erzner all of a sudden is working a little too fast, has got out of his rhythm after getting the first two guys to grant out. When he didn't get that first pitch called a strike, he really has just kind of flicked the next two in there. Now he's down 3-0 to Stroh, taking all the way, ball four, and really those last three weren't that close. So Stroh will draw a four-pitch walk here with two outs, and Mason Casper, called out on strikes, will stand in there. 
Trying to get a two-out rally going for Carney here in a scoreless bottom of the third on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brad Archer giving some signals with two outs. All that can be a steal or no steal. And there goes Stroh, and Casper will take it, and they won't even throw. Stolen base by Seth Stroh, and Casper ball one. Now there are no signals, so it's up to Casper to bring him in. Seth Stroh, the athlete of the year, obviously, in the area, as almost everybody knows. Tried to take something off of it, and it's high ball two. So we've seen this throughout the afternoon, just when things are clicking, all of a sudden it takes about two pitches, and we've seen the wheels rattle a little bit, and that's what happened to Erzner right now. 2-0 to Casper. Swung on and skies it high, high in the air. Center field coming in, and Colby Mersney is under it to make the catch. And the two-out rally stays just that. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left on base, Carney and uh, Norfolk are scoreless. Each have one hit through three innings here on ESPN. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. American Legion Baseball continues here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We go to the top of the fourth inning, and our game remains scoreless between Carney Renza and Norfolk. Now in game number one, after three innings, it was one to nothing, Carney. So it ended up 8-3. We'll see if they start figuring out the pitching a little bit more the second time around. And getting into the uh, batter's box first here for Norfolk, Nolan Strand catching in game two. He struck out to end the first inning as the last three batters in the first struck out with runners at second and third. This is a fastball that clipped him and hit by batter sprinting down to first base is Nolan Strand. So the leadoff man on for the second time in. And left-hander Sam Jagels will step in. He flew out to Connor Clevenger in right field in the first at bat. Just enough wind that you might see a pullover or some jeans here today by the fans with a temperature in the low 70s. Squaring to bump, but it's way up and out. Ball one to Jagels. Then it'll be Jared Ertzman, Grant Colligan as they bat here in inning number four. Casper inside the bag at third. Short lead away from first. 
And the pitch, squaring the bunt, dropping it down the first baseline. Grosskreitz has it, flicks it over to Johnson, and the sacrifice bunt is laid down by Sam Jagels for out number one here in the top of the fourth. Strand advances to second, and that'll bring up Jared Ertzner, who is looking for his first hit of the ball game. 0 for 3 in the opener, grounded to third, or to short, excuse me, on a nice play by Altwine, who grabbed it right behind the second base bag. So he's put it in play every time, just hasn't been able to reach base safely. And the first pitch to him sails outside, ball one. 1 and 0. Hastings five points playing at North Platte tonight. Grand Island five points juniors are at Columbus. You save and Dinsdale are playing at home against St. Paul, and that is laced into center. But again, Ertzner hits it hard, but right at the center fielder, Seth Stroh. And there are two outs, and Strand will remain at second base as Grant Colligan will come up. He's the first baseman. Colligan walked in his first plate appearance. But an RBI chance here with two outs in the top of the fourth. Waving the bat, waiting for that first pitch from Brant Grosskreitz, who after the early trouble in the first inning has really pitched pretty well. The fastball is right in there for strike one. Colby Mergeny on deck. Colligan just waves the bat, waiting for Grosskreitz. Defense playing straight up here for Carney Renza. And the 0-1 pitch over the top, fouled away. Caught up with that one. Good pitch, Grosskreitz. It's fouled off the screen over the Norfolk dugout. 0-2, our foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Ryan Bruna or Gary Rubicek today. So ahead in the count, 0-2. Grosskreitz stares in to his catcher, Lane Shires, and brings in the 0-2 offering outside. Fastball, ball one. The ability to throw three strikes in a row doesn't happen just because the kid misses it. Sometimes that's the play call, is to try and pick the outside corner. And that was a good pitch. Just didn't bite after it. Colligan, 1-2, off-speed, out in front of it, strike three. And there is strikeout number four, the ball game for Brant Grosskreitz. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base via the hit by batter, or hit by a pitch. And we go to the bottom of the fourth. We're still scoreless. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. 
All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. We do have an update from Norfolk in game one of the juniors doubleheader. Carney Post 52 shuts out Norfolk by a score of two to nothing. So Post 52 wins it two to nothing. Carney runs and won the first game here eight to three, and we're scoreless heading to the bottom of the fourth in game number two. Our American Legion baseball action brought to you in part by Great Western Bank, Home Real Estate, The Bike Shed, and Fanatics. And for Carney, it will be the middle of the order, 5-6-7, Nick Carlson, Connor Clevenger, and Tanner Johnson to try and get some runs on the board. In fact, let's just start with run. Both teams with one hit, bottom of the fourth, and Jared Ertzner, first pitch just a little low, ball one. Both teams have had their opportunities, been a couple of walks, a hit batsman, had runners in scoring position, just with only one hit each, trying hard to get him in. And here's one grounded towards second, coming over to snag it is Bates. His throw is low, but Colligan is able to keep it off the turf. And Carlson is retired. So one up, one down. Connor Clevenger stands in. He flew out to left field to start the second inning. And the left-hander stands in there trying to get something going. For Runza, he'll take a hack at the first one. That might be Texas Leaguer. Yep, right over the shortstop's head. Even though the left fielder, Faltus, was playing in, he couldn't get to it in time. And Clevenger gets a one-out single. And they'll take anything right now with Tanner Johnson coming to the plate. Johnson, the first time up, drew a walk. Hastings Sodbusters are off again tonight. They'll be back home tomorrow against the Western Nebraska Pioneers. First pitch is swung on and missed. Strike one to Johnson. Again, our condolences out to the family of Coach Bob Talbotzer. Passed away. Longtime pole vault coach. And uh, as Jimmy Langan told us earlier today, great official. He had worked with him a number of times. Uh, battling, obviously, his illness was put into the Kearney High Hall of Fame two years ago. And the pitch outside to Johnson evens the count at one and one. Short lead away from first. One one pitch is right in there for strike two. And it's one ball, two strikes to Tanner Johnson with Seth Altwine on deck. Clevenger away from first. Ertzner working quickly again. And the pitch off speed, chopped towards first, but it'll be foul and stay one and two. Clevenger giving no indication that he is going anywhere from first. But he's got the wheels to do it. Let's find out. He might just take off right here. No signals from Coach Archer. Pitch to Johnson. Fouled away a little behind that. And it stays one and two. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Susan Bice or Wendy Vosser today. Johnson continues to work in there. One of the two youngest players on this runs a team. 
Off speed, pop down the left field line. It's going to be foul, and nobody can get to it. So Johnson keeps after it. One ball, two strikes. One on, one out, scoreless, bottom of the fourth. Clevenger's just picked up the second hit of the ball game for Carney. We've only had three total hits in the game. Game one, we had 14, 8-4 Carney and 6-4 Norfolk in the 8-3 Carney win. But it took him to the fifth to get going. Fastball ripped up the middle as it sails into center field. You sit there and throw it's 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 just funny that Johnson, he's a good hitter, but you throw him fastballs, he's as good as probably anybody out here. And he just pasted that one out into center field. So back-to-back singles here off Ertzner. And Carney's got something going with one out. Seth Altwine, who chopped it over to first base his first time up, will stand in there. And the bottom of the order, a chance to get something going here for Carney. Two on, one out. Squaring to bunt, and it hit him. No, yeah, there's the foul ball. Called it just a touch late, but they got it right. He wasn't out yet of the batter's box. And it'll be a foul ball, strike one. So he bunted the ball straight down, whether it bounced off the plate or the turf. When you have turf instead of dirt, sometimes hard to tell, but it just bounced up and hit him in the bat again. So a foul ball. 0-1 the count. And Altwine ready to go again. The pitch outside, ball one. One ball, one strike. One out. Carney with back-to-back hits. Haven't seen that from either team much at all in this doubleheader. You've got Clevenger at second, Johnson at first, and Jared Ertzner fires it in there. Fastball, pop back out of play. Getting one of those that stays in the ballpark, but is a foul ball. Brought to you by Home Real Estate at Carney. There's no place like home. See Lori Sierra or Alex Beckman. And the race is on for the foul ball. This is going to be close. Oh, good job of boxing out by the youngster to get to that baseball first. Well done. He's learned. Pitch is going to be up and away for ball two, two and two to Seth Altwine. Nolan Etherton on deck. Carney trying to get the first run of the ball game across here in the bottom of the fourth. The outfield playing in, especially in left and center. Maybe about even up and right. Altwine chokes up on the bat. The pitch swung on and missed for strike three. So Ertzner gets a big strikeout for out number two here in the fourth. And Nolan Etherton struck out on a 3-2 pitch to end the second inning. We'll stand in there. Etherton not bad for a number nine guy, though. He's batting around 260. Let's see if he can get that RBI here. The first pitch swung on and missed, strike one. So Ertzner trying to pitch around really his first problem of the ball game. He did have Johnson get over to third without a hit in the second inning. Carney's had a couple chances, but hasn't been able to make contact. And Etherton just flicks the bat out. It's popped towards second in the shortstop. Brett O'Brien will come over and make the catch. So, again, Carney had an opportunity but could not cash in. No runs, two hits. There were no errors and two men left on base. We're four complete and still scoreless here at Memorial Field. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. About an hour into game number two here, and we will go to the top of the fifth inning. It's a scoreless contest. And again, Norfolk's best opportunity came right off the bat. Brett O'Brien walked. Dylan Rogers singled. They advanced to second and third on a pass ball. Had second and third with nobody out. And then it was uh, Grosskreitz striking out the side. And since then, Norfolk has only had one runner advance past first. Nolan Strand was hit by a pitch to start the fourth, and they bunted him over. And three straight outs, nothing doing. So now it's 9-1-2, Colby Mersney. Brett O'Brien, Dylan Rogers, Mersney grounded out to second in his first plate appearance. Did have a base hit in the opening game. Casper at third, Altwine at short. Etherton at second, Tanner Johnson at first. As we begin the fifth of the scoreless game, first pitch to Mersney. High strike zone, four called number one. Good pitch from... Brant Grosskreitz, seemingly stronger as the game goes along. And, and as we say that, ball falls out of his hands and bounced in the outside batter's box, backhanded by Shires. Didn't need to with nobody on, but one-to-one. If you have to let one get away from you, that was a good place to let it happen. The 1-1 pitch to the number nine hitter, Mersney. Chopper towards short. Altwine playing deep. Charges. Gets it. Fires to Johnson. And the speedy Mersney is out at first base. Tell you what, Seth Altwine, for not being an everyday player, pretty good. And as we know, Carney runs a, a pretty good ball club. And the difference is we just don't know how great they can find out maybe a little bit this weekend. They've only had the one bad day a couple Sundays ago where they dropped a couple of games to the Metro. They'll be tested Friday down in Lincoln. And here comes Brett O'Brien. Walked to start the game, grounded out the third in the third. And he'll take the first pitch here from Grosskreitz. High ball one. Who can get that first run across the plate? Fouled straight back. Brought some heat that time, and it is one and one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Steve Corum today. One of our many fine sponsors of Kearney Baseball on ESPN. 1-1 pitch, swings and fires it out in left center field. Just went with that off-speed pitch, and O'Brien singles to left center. It was one of those where I don't know if he was fooled or just Took a half swing at it, made contact, just kind of stuck the bat out there and got the job done. 
And now here comes a pitching change for Carney. This is about what uh, Coach Archer said. He wanted to get about 50 pitches out of him. I'm not exactly sure how close he is to 50. And Grosskreitz just gave up his second hit of the ball game. But we do have a pitching change from Great Western Bank. Making life great. We'll tell you who it is when we return. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Back with you at Memorial Field here in Kearney. This call to the bullpen brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Jackson Worley will come in. He is a man that makes a lot of relief appearances for Kearney, a middle relief guy for the most part. He did come in and finish things out against Mount Michael in one of the doubleheader games last week. For Brad Grosskreitz, four to third innings pitch, gave up two hits, walked two, struck out four, hit one batter in the baseball game. And uh, unfortunately, he will not figure in the decision as far as getting a win here this afternoon because we are still scoreless in the top of the fifth, one on, one out after Brett O'Brien hit a bloop single into left center field. And that brings up Norfolk's probably top player, Dylan Rogers, although this part of the lineup is all pretty solid. Rogers has hit it hard twice. He singled in the first and lined out to Stroh in center field his second time up. So O'Brien gets a lead, and Worley's not afraid to throw over there. It's not a big lead. And out of the stretch, fastball outside, ball one. And Usually, if you're a relief pitcher and you come in in the middle of an inning, you're starting out of the stretch because that means you've got base runners on. Usually that's about the only time they go get the pitcher. This was a pitch count situation for Grosskreitz. Worley on the 1-0 pitch. Has it hit into center, left center field, but there's room, and coming over to make the catch is going to be Kale Conrad. So, again, it was hit okay by Rogers. This time, though, he flies out to left for out number two, and Ryland Bates will come in. Struck out of the first, reached on an error, although it was a sharply hit ball at third base. Took a bad hop off Casper. Kind of got him in between hops. There was a debate up here in the press box, but everybody kind of agreed you had to Give it an E5. So Bates will stand in there. And the throw over to first, there was no lead. So Johnson just checks it back over at Worley. This is KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lincoln, Holdridge, Lexington. And the pitch bounced in the dirt. And going on the pitch anyway was O'Brien. He'll slide in without a throw. Just a good job there by Shires to keep it going from the backstop. So another opportunity here with a runner in scoring position, even though there's only two hits in the game. 
Again, post 52 beat Norfolk in the first game of their doubleheader this afternoon, two to nothing. And the 1 0 pitch to Bates swung on and chopped at third, picking it up with a long throw. Casper on the money to Johnson, and that will retire the side. So, no runs, one hit. No errors. One man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It's Carney Runza and Norfolk scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by our friends at SeaTech, Lanny Carlson Motors, and Buffalo Roofing. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It is still scoreless here. Jared Ertzner getting ready to go for his fifth inning for Norfolk on the mound. Carney had just made a pitching change. Jackson Worley comes in to get the last two outs after a fine performance from Brant Grosskreitz through four and a third. So Carney now, this is... Maybe where they need to make their noise, even though it seems like uh, there's only a, a couple of at-bats left. It's only the bottom of the fifth, so they've got three more chances. Top of the order, Lane Shire stands in there. A big sweeping curveball. That's a beauty for called strike one. Lane Shires, Kale Conrad, and Seth Stroh. Shires lined to center and grounded to second so far today. Again, neither team has had an abundance of hits. Through 10 innings, Carney has 11 hits. Fastball outside. Eight in the first game, three here in the second. One and one. And that 1-1 pitch is swung on and fouled back. Caught the very top of the net to keep it in play. Those are the ones that are always scary for the fans when they just get out. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Teresa DeLate or Amy Johnson today. And the 1-2 pitch to Shires. Swung on and chopped at the plate. It's going to bounce foul. And we'll do it again. Again, a reminder, we'll have more Hastings 5 points baseball on 1230 KHAS next week as they get back to Duncan Field. 1-2 to Shires, and he'll foul it. No, it's going to be fair this time. Chopped at the plate, off the plate, Ertzner will come over and grab it and throw him out. Looked very similar to the previous pitch, but that one went forward instead of off to the side. And Shires chops out to the pitcher for out number one. And Cale Conrad, who has one of the three hits, will step in there. Singled in the first and grounded out to third in the third. Carney's had a couple of opportunities, but hasn't got that RBI with a runner in scoring position and a changeup in there for strike one to Conrad. 
Kale waves that bat, left-handed batter's box, takes a swing and chops it at the plate for strike two. So Urchner back kind of in his zone here in the bottom of the fifth. Scoreless. Carney won the opener 8-3. to three. Post 52, a 2-0 winner earlier up at Norfolk in the first game of their doubleheader. And an 0-2 pitch down to Conrad is up for ball one. Catcher Nolan Strand did a good job behind the plate, too, in this baseball game. Anything that's been a little off, he's been able to get back in. He frames some pitches. He sets up on the outside here. That's where the pitch is. Conrad doesn't bite. It is ball two. Again, one of those that hit exactly where the mitt was, but the mitt was set up out of the strike zone, two and two. The only one that fall for that are the Little League World Series umps. The 2-2 pitch. Conrad waves and misses, and they do have to throw down to first as the breaking ball was in the dirt, and an easy play there. Two up, two down for Jared Ertzner, and Seth Stroh will stand in there now for Carney Runza on an abnormally cool day here in July, although it doesn't sound like it's going to stay that way very long, maybe cool tomorrow, and then it heats up for the weekend. The pitch to Stroh, swung on and missed. Strike one. Seth was hit by a pitch in the first, walked on the third and four straight pitches. Ended up stealing a base, but was stranded at second after Casper flew out to center. Swung on and fouled back. Strike two to Stroh. So Seth looking to put the ball in play here. With two outs and nobody on, way outside. If Stroh can get on, it's Mason Casper, as we said. Stroh waiting. Ertzner doesn't take very long. Brings in the pitch. Going to be punched foul and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Midway through the month of July, basically. Glad to have you along with us here. Is winding down maybe your work day. But still scoreless. Trying to find somebody to cross home plate here. The pitch to Stroh. Punched it towards left field. They're playing in. That's going to fall. The shortstop, Brett O'Brien, couldn't get to it. Carter Fault is running in and all he did was stick his bat out, and that's good enough for Stroh to get his first base hit of this ball game. Another two-out hit, and Mason Casper will stand in there. Called out on strikes and flew out to center. Last time in this exact same situation, Stroh took off on the first pitch. Let's see if Ertzner actually throws over there. It's not a big lead for Stroh. Not going. Taken for strike one by Casper. 0-1. Now we might see him go. As Coach Archer flashes through the signs again. Stroh, a little bit bigger lead. I'd be shocked if he's not going. Let's find out. 0-1 pitch, there he goes. Taken for ball one. The throw down to second, and it's safe. It bounced, and it was picked up there by O'Brien, almost oversliding the bag on the turf with Stroh, but he's just almost impossible to get. And a stolen base. Now up to Mason Casper to try and drive him in. And the pitch from Ertzner hit him. (laughs) And there he goes, down to first base. 
Got plunked in the first game, gets plunked here in the second game. Hit by pitch number 9,427 in the career of Mason Casper. But again, they're going to probably need a base hit. Well, the control of Erzner has been really good as far as any wild pitch pass ball scenarios. And Nick Carlson, the designated hitter, lined out to third and grounded out to second. So Carney trying to get something going here with two outs in a scoreless bottom of the fifth. Two on. Hertzner again needs to get Carlson out to get back to the dugout with a scoreless game. And this one just missed outside. Ball one. One and oh. Fairly quiet here at the ballpark, the pitch. And if Carlson gets a hit, it won't be. He'll take that one for strike number one. One ball, one strike. Two on, two out here in the bottom of the fifth. We're all scoreless. The pitch to Carlson. Off speed, fouled back. Strike two, one and two. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. See Rhonda Johnson or Robert Fitzgerald. Big sponsors of American Legion Baseball and sports in general on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. One and two to Carlson. The pitch way outside. Had a good job there by Strand to not let it go to the backstop. It's two and two. Connor Clevenger is on deck. He has one of the other hits in the ball game. Carney had two on and one out in the last inning. Couldn't score. Now two on, two out here in the fifth. 2-2 pitch. Got him going one out and away. They'll have to throw down to first, and they do. Great pitch by Ertzner, and he gets his second strike out of the inning. And again, Carney leaves runner in scoring position. For Carney, no runs on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on base. The top. Carney Runza and Norfolk are still scoreless on ESPN Radio. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda along with you here. Again, we've got more baseball when we're done here. We're down the road to Shelton. And we will be bringing you Gibbon Shelton hosting the Kearney Five Points Juniors at 530, followed by the Runza or the Jersey Seniors at 8. Go to the top of the sixth. We're scoreless. Jackson Worley on in relief. Carter Faltus is the first man as we go 4-5-6 here for Norfolk. And it's bounced in front of the plate for ball one. No runs, two hits for Norfolk. No runs, four hits for Carney Runza. 
Whirly in relief of Brant Grosskreitz, who pitched well. This one's going to be hit sharply towards short. Altwine bobbles it, picks it up, throws, not in time. But again, it's an error, not a hit. So Carter Faltis, safe on the air of the shortstop, just didn't stick in his glove right away. And Altwine playing fairly deep. Doesn't take much. And Nolan Strand will step in there. He's the catcher. Of course, he also, in game one, played first. So let's see if they lay down the bunt here. Faltis, Strand, Jagels, and then it would be Ertzner, leadoff man aboard for Norfolk, squaring to bunt, bunting it down the first baseline, foul. Man, we have not had a lot of successful sacrifice bunt attempts in this game or the one previous. One, maybe. Had a bunt single from Stroh in the first game. 0-1 to Strand. Jagels had a sacrifice bunt early in the game for Norfolk. So one for each squad. 0-1. Worley out of the stretch. There goes the runner. Swung on and foul back. Boy, he would have had that stolen too. That was a good jump. He hit that close to my vehicle. <laughs> Our Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth here. Bringing you American Legion Baseball. 0-2 the count now on Nolan Strand. As Faltis has to head back to first base. So Carney committing their second error of the ball game. Both of them kind of tough, but that's the way they are. And an 0-2 pitch coming up to the catcher, Nolan Strand. Curveball hit into the hole. Shortstop Altwine backhands it. Long throw to first, but not in time. It's an infield hit. Had to guard against the stolen base and an infield hit for Nolan Strand. And we now have runners at first and second in Norfolk with their first serious threat since the beginning of the ball game. So the infield hit for Nolan Strand. Carter Faltis reached on the air. Runners at first and second with nobody out. And again, Sam... Jagels is in. He bunted last time. I'd expect we're going to see it again. Turns, squares, bunts down the third baseline. they got to let that go, and it does roll foul. That was almost perfect for a base hit. But here on the turf, it just kept spinning towards foul ground, and Casper did the right thing, let it go. So foul ball, and we'll do it again. They had a good pickoff move back at second, but Worley didn't look. Altwine was well behind Faltus, who didn't even know he was there. It didn't look like. See if they put that play on and throw it back there this time. Or just worry about getting me out here with Jagels trying to bunt. Lenore Fork third baseman. Back to second and close. Oh, they called him out. They did get him. They did get him. They had him the first time and just didn't throw. They get him here, and what a huge play for Worley. And he is out at second base, and the coaches with their hands on their heads just, oh, my goodness. And now you've got one on with one out. So we talked about it, and Carney executed it. Worley wheels to his shortstop, Altwine, now fires a fastball in for ball one. The bunt off. 
Sam Jagels, man, top of the sixth, picking off the potential first run of the ball game. 0-0 here in the top of the sixth as Worley with a 1-1 count. Tries to throw an over-the-top breaker that just stays way high. Slips out the hand. Ball 2-2-1. Two, two Jared Ertzner, the starting pitcher here in game two for Norfolk, would be on deck. Three hits so far in the ball game for Norfolk. Wind starting to pick up a little bit again out of the north. And the pitch. Fastball low. Ball three. Okay, so Worley makes a good play to pick him off. You don't want to just replace him here by walking the next batter. That's essentially what would be happening if you can't find the strike zone here. Three and one. See if Worley can battle back. Not a lead of any kind over here by Strand at first. So don't have to worry about him. And the 3-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. Strike two. Three balls, two strikes. Our American Legion baseball action brought to you by Great Western Bank, the Bike Shed, Buffalo Roofing, and Family Physical Therapy. Doug Duda with you here from Memorial Field on ESPN Radio. And again, when we get done, we head over to Shelton. Shelton Gibbon hosting Carney Five Points and Jerseys in a league contest. In fact, the juniors game could be a preview of the championship uh, next week. Carney appears to be in. It'll be either Grand Island or Shelton Gibbon against him. Fastball and a very late swing and a miss for Jagels. He swung at ball four. He just made up his mind too late. And Worley will get his first strike out of the ball game. And now there are two outs. For Jared Ertzner, boy, if he could find something here, get them the lead, put him back on the mound. Worley, long stare at first, fastball, grounded towards short, Altwine bots it, and there's another error. Boy, he looked that one into his glove, and it just hit the heel. So a pair of errors here have given Norfolk hope, but there's been two errors. There's been a pickoff or an out. And now Chris Pocock going to go out and talk to his pitcher, which means uh, just a discussion about what they want to do here with Grant Colligan. Grant Colligan waiting. He walked in the second, struck out in the fourth. Runza does have two men up in the bullpen. In case, and I think probably would see these guys in the seventh inning anyway. But we'll find out what they want to do at the moment. Again, a scoreless game here in the top of the sixth inning. Carney, a righty and a lefty. Cal Higgins is throwing down there, as is, I think that is Lane Shires maybe throwing no, it can't be. Lane's still at the catcher, I believe. We'll double-check that. Nonetheless, let's see what happens. As runners at first and second with two outs now, Jackson Worley. Fastball hit into center field, coming in, coming in, into right center. Trouble, sliding, can't catch it. The wind pushes it away from Seth Stroh, and the first run of the ball game comes in to score on a blooping RBI hit for Grant Colligan. 
Stroh, I thought, didn't have to run as far as he ended up having to run. Clevenger, probably also a little communication out there, might have been able to make the catch, but it just like Stroh was going to be able to get that, and the wind kept pushing it, and it drops as he ran as far as he could, tried to slide after it, and couldn't get the job done. So Colligan makes it one to nothing because of the errors. Now we have runners at first and third, and Colby Mersney, who's put it in play twice, but is grounded out to second into the short. one nothing Norfolk here in the top of the sixth. And Worley steps off the bound. Colligan stays at first. Over at third now is Jared Ertzner. That would be a big insurance run. Worley's curveball chopped towards third, picked up by Casper, throws over to first, and got him. Again, pretty speedy, but a good throw by Casper. Nonetheless, that is going to end this top of the sixth inning for Norfolk. They picked up the first run of the ball game. One run on two hits. There were two errors. And there were two men left on. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Norfolk one. Carney runs a nothing on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. Kearney now has to find a way to produce some offense as they have managed just four hits in the game, and now they trail by a score of one to nothing. as Norfolk could have had a huge inning. You got a guy picked off second, but took advantage of a couple of errors and a well-placed base hit just off the outstretched glove of Seth Stroh. And Ertzner is out there for the bottom of the sixth. He's went the entire distance. He's given up those four hits. He has walked two, and he has struck out five. Connor Clevenger, Tanner Johnson, Seth Altwine, the first three to the plate here. Clevenger, one for two, singled, and the first plate appearance flew out to left. Second plate appearance, he hit it into left, and boy, they're so shallow over there. First pitch fastball outside corner, strike one. Carter Faltis playing the co-ed line, basically, in left field. Clevenger could just catch one. He loves to hit it to the opposite way. The 0-1 pitch, outside, ball one. One ball, one strike. Johnson's next is walked and singled. Altwine has grounded out and struck out. Then it would be Etherton. 1-1 now to Clevenger. And check swing. Yeah, strike two, one and two. 
Again, Mason Casper in the right-handed batter's box gets on the plate. Clevenger usually gets on top of the plate in the left-handed box. It's 1-2. And the pitch from Ertzner called strike three again over the inner half. Clevenger just doesn't like those inside pitches, and he's called out on strikes. For the first out here in the bottom of the sixth, and now Tanner Johnson will stand in. Solid single to center on a fastball his last time up. Johnson waves the bat, trying to get something going for Carney. It's outside. Change up that just didn't do anything. Floated away. Ball one. Carney got something with two outs going last inning, but it was too late. Johnson takes one over the outside third. Strike one. One and one. Only run of the game coming in the top half of this inning for Norfolk. I think Carney won the opener 8-3. to three. Earlier today, post-52 beat Norfolk 2 to nothing. Fastball to Johnson, and he half swung it. Strike two. It was a strike it looked like, maybe tailed away at the very end. And it's 1-2 and two to Johnson. Ertzner, feeling good right now. Can Johnson change his attitude? The 1-2 pitch way out, 2-2. Two and two. Seth Altwine on deck. 1-0 Norfolk. Second and short for Norfolk playing in the outfield right here. And the 2-2 to Johnson. Curveball that doesn't do anything. Stays outside of the left-hander, and it's full. Johnson trying to reach base for the third straight time here in this ball game. Will face a full count. What will Ertzner bring him? The 3-2 pitch. Outside, ball four, and Johnson draws a one-out walk. To bring to the plate, Seth Altwine. And we are going to have a pinch hitter. Here comes Braden Anderson into the ball game for Altwine. A lot of speed here. Let's see what they decide to do. I don't know if you bunt to get to your number nine guy, and you might pinch hit again. Let's find out. Throw over to first, and Johnson dies back in. Again, Coach Archer's not giving any signals, so that means the steal's probably not on, but maybe Johnson just goes. I don't know. Maybe they got something a little bit different. They throw over to first again, and he is back. Anderson waiting. And the first pitch to Braden called strike as it sails over the outside corner. 0-1. In game one, Anderson played center field, was the number nine hitter, and was 0-3, for 3, although he put the ball in play every time. One on, one out, bottom of the sixth, Carney trails 1-0. Fastball hit into left center field, base hit, and Johnson turns second. He's going to try for third, could be a play. Johnson slides, he's safe, and into second base is Braden Anderson. Big base hit, Braden Anderson. Runners at second and third with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. And Nolan Etherton will be pinch hit four by Will Richter. And that just, even though both Altwine and Etherton have got base hits throughout the year and are not batting 100, they're going to go for something a little bit more. And we are going to see maybe a call to the bullpen here. And that will be it in this baseball game for Jared Ertzner, who pitched fine. And then all of a sudden, he lost Johnson on the walk. One to nothing. Bottom of the sixth. Carney, though, has runners at second and third as they trail this call to the bullpen. Brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Welcome back to Memorial Field of ESPN's coverage of Carney Renza Baseball. Some changes as we look at the defense here. Sam Jagels, who's been at third base all day, is going to be the new pitcher here for Jared Ertzner, who goes five and one-third innings. And we have him for six strikeouts in the contest. He also will have three bases on balls. And losing Johnson on that 3-2 pitch is really probably what ends up getting him out of the ball game. Now back behind the plate will be Ryland Bates, and Ertzner will go to second. So we're with the minimal changes. And it looks like maybe they're going to put Colligan over at third now. So Will Richter, pinch hitting. Is going to come in for Nolan Etherton. Again, the scenario, Norfolk scored the only run of the game in the top half of this inning with the help of a couple of errors. They lead it one to nothing, but now Carney has runners at second and third after the Johnson walk and the single by Anderson, who advanced to second on the throw in. One out, two on, Will Richter. Pitch to him, swung on and missed. Good first pitch by Jagels, strike one. But again, the key here. You'd love to get a base hit to the outfield, take the lead, but the key here, put the ball in play, and the infield is in even with a lead for Norfolk. So they're taking a chance. And the pitch is low, ball one. Normally in this situation, take the out, you give up the run, you get two outs, you hope to get to the seventh in a 1-1 game. They want the win on anything that Richter would slow roll or hot shot him. 1-1 pitch to Richter. It is low, ball two. Two and one. Lane Shires is on deck for Carney Runza, trying to sweep the doubleheader. Had to come from behind in game one. Went at 8-3. The pitch, Richter outside. Ball three. Throwing some pretty good fastballs is Jagels, but now has missed on three in a row. First base open. And time going to be called here by the catcher, Ryland Bates. Caught the first game, now has to get back there here in relief of the second game. The 3-1 pitch to Will Richter, and he'll take it for strike two. Looked like he was taking that one all the way. And now the full count with two on and one out here. Bottom of the sixth, trailing by one. Big pitch to Will Richter. And it's outside, ball four, and the bases are loaded. 
So Richter draws the walk on the pinch hit. Johnson at third, Braden Anderson at second, Richter at first, and Lane Shires, who's put the ball in play but hasn't had a lot of luck today. He's 0 for 3 in this contest, and in game one, he was 1 for 3 with a walk and a double. Big chance here. The pitch to Shires. Takes it high, ball one, and now Jagel's got to be careful. He has got nowhere to put him. Shires and Conrad would be next. Not only can Carney tie it, they could take the lead here in the bottom of the sixth. The 1 0 pitch. Swung on and foul tipped at the plate. Strike one. One and one. Bases juiced. The moment of the game here for Carney Runza. First time we've seen this in game two for either squad. The 1 1 pitch outside. Ball two. Two balls, one strike from Jagels to Shires. Conrad on deck. Bases loaded down one nothing. Bottom of the sixth in the seventh inning contest. And the pitch to Shires takes it high. Ball three. Not missing by much, but missing enough. And not what you want to see when you go to the bullpen. Back-to-back walks, and Jagel's got to find the strike zone. Will Shire swing at it? 3-1 pitch. He does. Strike two. Good pitch over the outside. Black. And we're full again. And there's only one out, so the runners will not be going. But it is full. No place to put him. Jagels has got to fire a strike here. Shires has got to send it the other way. The 3-2 pitch. Swung on and popped into right center field. It's short. Coming in, the right fielder makes the catch. They're going to make a play at the plate. It's up the line. Oh, they didn't tag him. They held up. They held up. Johnson does not come in to score. The throw was a little bit up the line, cut off there by the first baseman, Nolan Strand. And that's the second time Carney has decided not to tag up a runner, and that will leave it up to Cale Conrad. It just wasn't quite deep enough. And, of course, the right fielder was able to come in on the uh, sprint. Dylan Rogers, he's a great athlete, obviously. And now Conrad inside. you got to be careful. You don't want to plunk him. Ball one. Johnson at third. Anderson at second. Richter at first. Two outs. Bottom of the sixth. Carney trails one nothing. This is why you play the game, right? Inside to Conrad, tried to stick his knee out. It's 2-0. And now does he just take a pitch? Two balls, no strikes. Bases loaded, a walk ties the game. The lefty stands in there. Jagels has been inside twice. He'll just take it right down Main Street. Strike one, two and one. Seth Stroh would be next. It could turn from one nothing into the seventh to ugly if Carney could get Conrad on base safely. The 2-1. Up and out, ball three, and again, the third straight batter with a 3-1 count. Three balls and one strike to Kale Conrad. Jagels comes set, and again, he must throw a strike or the game will be tied. 3-1 to Conrad, called strike two, inside half, and we're full again. Plenty of drama here in the bottom of the sixth for Carney. Still need to find a way to put the ball in play. One hit, two walks, bases loaded, two outs, and they'll be running. 
The 3-2 pitch to Conrad. Called strike three. Conrad tried to take ball four, but Jangles had been working the inner third of the plate the whole time, and he got the strikeout, and Carney leaves the bases loaded. No runs on two hits. There were no errors, and three men left on base. As we go to the bottom or top of the seventh, it is Norfolk one, Carney nothing. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. And we go to the top of the seventh. Carney trailing Norfolk by a score of one to nothing. And Carney is going to go, looks like, to the uh, bullpen again. Our pitching change brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Chandler Welker will come into the game now. For Carney, replacing Jackson Worley. And we go to the top of the seventh. One, two, three. Brett O'Brien, Dylan Rogers, and Ryland Bates are due up here for Norfolk. And a bunt to start it on the very first pitch. Welker will come off the mound, and he'll throw him off. It was bunted by O'Brien right back to Welker. And one pitch, one out. That's what Carney needs here. Rogers. Is one for three, singled the first, lined out in the third, and flew out to left in the fifth. Carney leaving the bases loaded, though, in the bottom of the sixth inning. And Welker ready to deliver to the right fielder, Rogers. And again, Rogers takes strike one, but made a pretty nice play on a ball that was lined out to right field. He came into the right center field gap, made the catch. Carney elected not to tag. And the pitch low and away. And again, you don't know. Tanner Johnson has speed. The pitch was cut off around the mound. It was way off the mark. But he still could have cut it and thrown it home and maybe had a play. One and one to Rodgers. And the pitch. Low. Ball two. Ryland Bates would be next. Top of the seventh. Nobody on. One out. Norfolk trying to get out of here with a split. Chandler Welker. Good pitch, but a little low. Ball three. Carney wanted that one, didn't get the call. So three and one. Jackson Worley, one and two-thirds innings of relief from Brant Grosskreitz. And the three-one pitch, swung on and grounded in the hole, picked up Altwine across the body. There's a nice play. That might be Stroh back over at short. And that's indeed the case. Seth Stroh's back over at shortstop, so he makes the great play. And two up, two down. 
Altwine made a couple of nice plays, but then he had a couple errors last inning. And that'll bring up Ryland Bates. Struck out of the first, reached on an error in the third, grounded out to third of the fifth. He's back behind the plate right now after starting the game at second. Welker's curveball, strike one. Over the inside third, 0-1. Faltus would be next. Carney trying to get to the bottom of the seventh. One more chance for them. Welker's 0-1 pitch is going to be in there for strike two. 0-2. Right at the knees down the middle. Again, at the bottom of the hour, it'll be Carney five points and jerseys over at Shelton to take on Shelton Gibbon. And the 0-2 from Welker. Low, ball one. One and two. Jeff Babel on the call of the doubleheader tonight in Shelton. Wind continues to blow in. It's been around 15 most of the day, a little stronger earlier in the game. Here's one that's sawed into right center field. Could be trouble, and that's going to drop. Braden Anderson now playing center, and Connor Clevenger over and right just couldn't get to that one. Bloop single in there for Ryland Bates, and that'll bring up Carter Faltis, who reached on an air and then was picked off in the sixth inning. We are going to have a courtesy runner for Norfolk. And checking into the ball game is going to be Carter Faltis at first. So Carter Faltis, one of the two guys on the bench, crowded towards third, picked up. By Carter Faltes, excuse me, it was his brother Faltes that was in there pinch running. And it doesn't matter, Carter's out anyway. Third to first. So, no runs, no uh, one hit, no errors, one man left on. We go to the bottom of the seventh, and Carney needs to find a way to score off of Sam Jagels. one nothing Norfolk as we go to the bottom of the seventh here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! American Legion Baseball on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, Kearney post 52 took the first game up north at Norfolk today, two to nothing. And here Kearney runs and won the first one, eight to three, but have not been able to scratch across the run in game two. Norfolk taking advantage of a couple of errors and a well-placed base hit in the sixth to lead it by a score of one to nothing. And now, Brad Archer is talking to home plate umpire Jim Langan before the top of the seventh begins. Sestro is ready to bat. And I don't know if there was much discussion uh, 
Brad Archer kind of just maybe made a point and then walked away. And Coach Langan saying something over to the, uh, or excuse me, umpire Jim Langan saying something over to the Norfolk dugout, but there's only like four people there. So we'll find out. And you've got your top guys coming up for Carney. Seth Strome, Mason Casper, and then it'll be Nick Carlson. And let's see if the Wichita State product can get it going. Oh, he squared to bunt. And he whiffed at it, strike one. You had Colligan over there at third base now. So Stroh, his first chance here at Sam Jingles on in relief of Jared Ertzner. And the 0-1 pitch is high and away, ball one. So for Jingles, he'd been working the inner third of the plate last inning. That time he went outside. 1-1 to Stroh. Swung on and hit down the left field line, and it's foul, and it stays in the field of play, but no chance for Faltus to get over there and get it, and he kind of wipes out in the dirt over there by the bullpen. He's a little slow to get up, and he might have stubbed his toe just kind of where the grass-slash-turf meets. And he's walking slowly. I don't know. I think they're going to have to go out and take a look at him. He's walking in towards the infield. He motions towards the dugout. We may have an injury here to Carter Faltis. And, of course, out of the Carney dugout, you've got uh, the crew, the training crew, to go over and look uh, with all this COVID going on. But they're going to go over and maybe he cut himself. Let's find out. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. They're taking a look at him, and we'll be right back. It's one nothing Norfolk, bottom of the seventh here on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, walking off the field is Carter Faltis just next to one of the trainers. I don't see any blood, and I'm not exactly sure what happened over there going for the foul ball. But Brody Luer, who played right field in game one, will now come in and play left field for Faltis. And we get back to action here. Seth Stroh down in the count with two strikes. Fouls one back up, and it's enough to get out of play here. And he stays alive. So one and two to Seth Stroh. Again, the scenario, we're in the bottom of the seventh and runs a trailing one to nothing to Norfolk. This is their last chance. Nobody on, nobody out. Stroh, the leadoff man, followed by Mason Casper and Nick Carlson. But he's down in the count one and two to Sam Jagels of Norfolk. And the one-two pitch. Swung on and hit high to right center field. Deep, but the right fielder back, back, and makes the play as the right fielder Dylan Rogers got over there. Again, it was sky to mile high. You line that up, and that's going to hit the wall and be extra bases. But instead, Stroh flies out to right center field fairly deep. And now Mason Casper 
Struck out in the first. Flew out to center. Hit by a pitch. Just need one run, but haven't been able to do it in six and a third. Need a base runner here. Mason Casper takes it outside for ball one. Again, when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, and then get you over to Shelton for the pregame. Get you ready for Shelton, Gibbon, and Carney. Five points and jerseys. Fastball high, ball two to Casper. 2-0. Mason Casper. Any way he can, 2-0 pitch. He takes it, and it'll be high, ball three. Just a little too high. 3-0. and And if Casper gets on, they'll probably find a way to get a runner in for him. Let's find out. Got to get on first. On deck, Nick Carlson. And the 3-0 to Casper. Called inside, ball four. Missed on a couple of close ones. And let's see if Coach Archer pinch runs for him. And I think that's what he wants, and he's got to go. He's looking down to the bullpen, probably where they're warming up. And who are they going to bring in? Casper's trotting off, and now here we go. We will have Maracic come in and run. Ethan Maracic as a pinch runner. And Nick Carlson, the designated hitter, lined out to third, grounded out to second, struck out. Again, Carney only, well, they, not only, they got six hits. They're going to need another one. And the pitch to Carlson, strike one, down the middle, 0-1. Connor Clevenger would be next. Marachik away from first, looking at the signals over there from Coach Archer. And the pitch. Swung on and hit right at the second baseman. Back to first double play, and Norfolk has won it. That was just scorched again by Nick Carlson right at the second baseman, and they're able to make the play and turn the double play to end the contest and win this by a score of one to nothing, and there wasn't much Marachik could do there. He can't blame the base runner. He got off the bag. It was hit. He took that step. He tried to get back, but it was just hit too hard. Carney won a game against Millard North Saturday night, one to nothing. They lose a game today here by a score of one to nothing. So Carney will be 15 and five. Norfolk will improve to 13 and six. And the New West Post Game Show is next. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we call Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. 
Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field, a rare loss at home for Carney Runza. And uh, they were looking to go 6-0 and on this homestand. They'll end up going 5-1. and Just left too many men on base. one to nothing. Norfolk wins game two after Carney won game one. 8-3. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. First off, we will take a look at how things went today for Carney uh, Runza. Again, we had talked about coming into the day, their lack of offensive production, and it bit them uh, here today in game number two. They had no runs on six hits. There were no Norfolk errors, but Carney left 11 men on base. In fact, the seventh inning was the only time they didn't strand, and that was because of the game-ending double play there on the lineout. They left two on in the first, the fourth, and the fifth. They left the bases loaded in the sixth. And for Carney, of those six hits today in game number two, Kale Conrad was one for four. Seth Strobe was one for two because he walked, was hit by a pitch, and singled. Mason Casper was hit by a pitch and walked 0 for 2 officially at the plate. Nick Carlson hit the ball hard but didn't have a base hit to show for it. Connor Clevenger was one for three. Tanner Johnson, one for one with two walks. Braden Anderson, one for one in the ball game in a pinch-hitting role. Jared Ertzner will get the... Start on the mound for Norfolk. He went five and a third innings, struck out six, walked three, but in relief, Sam Jagels will get the win. One and two-thirds innings, he struck out one and walked one. For Norfolk, one run, five hits, and that one run was unearned. Three errors on Carney, and Norfolk left nine men on base. Brant Grosskreis got the start, went four and a third innings. He walked two, hit a batter, gave up just two hits, struck out four, Then you had Jackson Worley, one and two-thirds innings. He gave up one strikeout and no walks. And then Chandler Welker came in and got the uh, final inning, gave up a hit, no walks, no strikeouts. And uh, that is the way it works. Uh, Welker, or Worley, excuse me, will get the hard luck loss with the unearned run. And Norfolk takes it by a score of one to nothing. We'll be back and have a chat with assistant coach Chris Pocock right after this on the new West Post Game Show. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Don't forget, we have more American Legion baseball coming up in the month of July. North Platte comes in on the 23rd, Grand Island the 28th, Hastings to wrap up the season on the 30th. And Chris Pocock joins us here, assistant Carney coach on the New West Post Game Show. And man, uh, so many opportunities to finish this homestand 6 and 0. Okay, but uh, you hate getting beat one nothing. You loved winning one nothing Saturday. You hate yeah. getting beat one nothing. No, we uh, we you know there's some some probabilities in this deal. You know we've had just as you mentioned these these close games and we've had four five then today. Although we kind of pulled away in that first game, but it was a close game. Um, so this you know probability was kind of against us. And there's just so many little plays. I really thought. And the the, sixth, the bottom of the sixth of this second game, I really felt like uh, we're second and third with one out and some pretty good hitters coming up. I'm thinking, hey, we got a chance here. I thought Tanner Johnson did a great job running the bases there, went first to third on a base hit to left center. That's tough to do at this level. Uh, but put us – and then Braden got that extra base, so we're in great shape. Arch didn't have to use any bunts there, and uh, we just didn't come up with it at that moment. And obviously the top of the sixth. Uh, we had to get six outs. We just kicked the ball around, had a couple infield errors, had an outfield misplay, I thought. So, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of close games. been fun to be 6-0, but you have to give Norfolk credit. They pitched extremely well, extremely well. And you knew coming in this is a better Norfolk yeah. team than maybe we've had for yep. a while. We've said that about North Platte, better yep. than they yeah, have been you're for right. a while. You're right. We saw what they've done against Grand Island and Hastings coming in. So. Yeah. Yeah. You knew they were good, and you actually got to their number one in game we one. We did. I know it. I was watching him throw. I'm thinking, well, this could be tough, especially on our righties. You know, I thought we're going to – because he was kind of a side armor. Um, but, you know, we – gosh, I thought we squared more balls up there, obviously, than we did against this second kid. But the uh, second kid just kind of kept it off, kept us off balance um, um, just with the fact he was a little bit wild, and I didn't feel like we took great approaches. But uh, – you have to give Norfolk credit. You said it. They're improved. They've, they've got nine guys. They don't really sub. They just kind of lock it down and rock and roll, and they threw two good arms at us. And, frankly, the kid that, that finished the game was was throwing strikes. So you have to give them credit. But, darn it, we would have liked them in 6-0 on this trip. Yeah. And your pitching all day oh, was yeah, good. Was I good. mean, it was an unearned run in the second game. And yeah, uh, yeah. As, as Arch told us earlier today, Grosskreitz hasn't thrown a bunch of innings nope. this year. Don't no. talk about that. Yeah. Pitching all over the world. Although, yeah, first of all, I thought Mason was good. Um, and, and the first game and was excellent, kept us right there um, and pitched into the fifth. I thought was good. And then the relievers were excellent. Richter did a great job. And, and the second game, Grosskreitz is still on pitch count, you know, so we pulled him at 60. And, uh, it, you know, he's still a few too many three, three ball counts, and that's something we'll work on. But uh, the, the thing with Brand, once he gets going here, he does have three pitches that he can use for strikes, and he did that today a little bit. We started using the changeup. He was good. Worley obviously had some bad luck there. He had that that tough luck six, yeah. and then Welk is Welk. You know, he, he yeah. The pitchers did their job. Um, we just 
our approach wasn't good. I think we left what 10 or 11, probably on ba- 11. Yeah. On base that second game. And clearly that's uh, a recipe <laughs> to lose the game. So. Well, and we'll uh, kind of wrap yeah. it up here with coach Pocock. Yeah. We talked about it with coach Archer uh, when we got to the ballpark today uh, as part of the Doug and daddy show coming in pitching and defense, you mm-hmm. knew the offense might be a tick behind, yeah. although you do have that core in the middle mm-hmm. that that's really good. And, and he flat out said, you know, we haven't been getting hits with runners in scoring position. Well, 11 guys left yeah. on base. Yeah. What what do you do or try to do over the final three weeks of the yeah. season? Well, you know how that is. There's no magic There elixir. is and is there. No, it's just a matter of getting a ball to fall here or there, honestly. Because, you know, I look at some guys that didn't have great days today, but – a lot of, you know, Lane Shires hit the ball hard almost every time. You know, I thought Will Richter squared up some ball. You know, we just, it well, just, Carlson, didn't, Carlson he, hit a lot of balls about, hard. About yeah. Bad luck. Yeah. That's a great point. So it's just a, you know, those are going to fall. And I just really felt like <laughs> we just won all these close ones and, and it, it wasn't meant to be though. I really, really was disappointed that, you know, the sixth inning was big on both sides of it, offensively and defensively. But uh, it was good. And I, again, I want to give Norfolk credit because they played well. They made plays. And we want to see you play on Sunday because if you're playing Sunday, that means you beat some good baseball yeah. teams Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we're excited about that. Friday night playing Burke and Southeast, that'll be fun. Um, and those clearly are going to be the two top teams in our pool. And from our perspective, looking at who we play and, uh, you know, we'll line things up and go after those two teams. No question about that. And then North Star and Bellevue East and you know how baseball is. If if they've saved their number one, you know, then you got a heck of a ball game. But uh, we'd like to see our we'd like to bang the ball around the park here and string together two or three knocks because that that's that hasn't happened consistently here. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to get there. And you're right. If we go four and we'll be playing Sunday. All right, bud. Okay. Best thanks. Appreciate it, Doug. That is Chris Pocock, assistant coach for Carney runs. It came up short in game two, won the opener eight to three, dropped the nightcap one to nothing. And you've been listening to the new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery, post game show certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We need to wrap it up because coming up right next, no break. We're going over to Shelton. Carney five points and Shelton given juniors. The seniors will follow here on ESPN. For Stacey Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.